0: This is the Moon Tower Podcast with your host, Ian Hubbard. Would you like to spend Christmas... On Christmas Island Would you like to hammer 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 mah hammer, I swear dude I have nothing against Rosemary Clooney or her son John or George George the other Beatle But if I hear that fucking song one more time I'm it's gonna be on. It's on. yep. yep. That's, that's one of the terrors of working fucking retail and <clears throat> during the holidays, especially Christmas.
1: Uh, I can't say I haven't been there before.
0: Oh, you haven't had to listen to all the Christmas no. music? No,
1: no, I have, I have. Like, I was working at a Dollar Tree for, like, two weeks. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Which I
0: think is the max amount of time to work at a fucking Dollar Tree. I mean, Tree. <laughs> that's the maximum
1: amount of time anybody should work at yeah. a Dollar Tree, but that's besides the point. But, yeah, they just threw, like, a CD in, like, they're, like, you know, like, you know, PA system or
0: whatever and just play that 24-7. Ours is, uh like, Pandora sound, f- fucking soundtracks. Yeah, And yeah. playlists and shit. And, it wouldn't be so bad. I really wouldn't have that much of a problem with it. It wouldn't be so bad if fucking, uh, it wasn't the same song, like, two or three times over in different versions. Yeah. Like, here <laughs> Winter Wonderland, fucking, like, Bing Crosby, then Dean Martin, then Michael Bublé. And you know, like, come on, like, at the very least, give me an "Adeste Fidelius from fucking Bing Crosby.
1: Yeah, seriously. Change they, it up. They they need to at least like put like the B. They need like in, like an A list and a B list for like those Christmas songs and. Well, I,
0: <laughs> I'm thankful that <clears throat> I haven't heard the uh, "All I Want for Christmas Is You" from Mariah, Mariah Carey because mm-hmm. that's definitely the most obnoxious one.
1: That, that is quite obnoxious.
0: I've heard that track, just not from her. And I know like everyone, a lot of people love that shit, but it it grinds my gears. But no, it's literally like the same like 12 tracks. Uh, Winter One on the Land fucking. Uh, uh, Chestnut uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah, Chestnuts yeah, yeah. Roasting on an Open Fire fucking. Um, all I want for Christmas, is you I'll be home for Christmas. Christmas this, Christmas that. Oh, They'll play fucking uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. They'll keep that in for for all you fucking SJWs out there.
1: Yeah, I'm not even going to get into that one. <laughs> Go ahead. Do it.
0: No. I'm I kidding. dare you. I dare you. This <laughs> is my Christmas challenge, Nate. Defend or fucking fight against the Baby It's Cold Outside, starting now.
1: Um, Devil's Advocate, there are better Christmas songs.
0: It's not even a Christmas song.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're right.
0: It's just it's cold winter, outside. Win-
1: winter themed nonsense. It
0: could be a summer in fucking San Francisco for all we know. But no, apparently, yeah. And you know, I saw I saw a list uh, last week of if you're gonna get mad at that song, then they listed all the main Christmas songs and deciphered what was wrong with them. I just thought that was funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you go, I saw that on
0: Facebook, not the Twitters.
1: Yep. Like, if you look into anything deep enough, there's gonna be something wrong with it. Whether the writer is like a racist bigot or you know what have you, like.
0: Well, I love, hey. I, I love the whole uh, uh, presumptuous uh, war on Christmas. Ah. Uh, that's yes. supposedly been going on since we were kids, like literally since we were kids in middle school and high school. Like, there's a war on Christmas. Like, what? If there's a war on Christmas, there'd be so much more money made.
1: Yeah. Now, I still see, like, Facebook posts, people saying, like, oh, you can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Like, no one's ever stopped you from saying no, Merry No, like, shut the
0: fuck up. Like <laughs> oh, Well, I remember, it, I think when I was, and it's probably going back to beforehand, but I remember the whole, like, oh, they got a black Santa at the mall. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> right? And, um...
1: he'd be purple for all I care, you shit. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I don't believe that it exists. It's like, oh, you can't say Merry Christmas, or take the Christ out of Christmas, put the X in, which actually, I think by Greek standards or Latin standards, still rings true. Um, Well, that's one of the reasons I kind of envy my mom. Like, last Christmas, uh, I went home, and it was one of the first Christmases that she had been home coming off a disability and shit. Excuse me. So, her thing now is she she has the luxury of not listening to Christmas music until it's Christmas Day. Like, she just stays in the house and does her thing, and now that it's winter time, she'll stay in the house and watch YouTube videos and cook dinner or whatever and just, you know, just hang out and purge the place of old belongings that she doesn't want anymore, and, like, she's, you know, living her life and shit. Oh, yeah. But it sucked because... Last Christmas, I went home, I would heard Christmas music fucking the day after Thanksgiving until the day I got home, and then she started her playlist, and her playlist has the most annoying fucking Christmas <laughs> song of all time, and it's the fucking uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks oh, God. Christmas song, or I don't even I
1: mean, I could see the appeal back in the day when people thought that was like cutesy and they're like, oh, hey, they got high-pitched voices and all that. It's like,
0: Well, was, well, the the midsection of her Christmas playlist, because a, a lot of that, a lot of her playlist is like, you know, obviously st- stuff she grew up on, like, you know, Sinatra and Bing Crosby and Dean Martin and shit. And I kind of came up on that stuff, too. Like, we used to play, when I was a kid, I was all like, oh, Christmas, meh. Uh, it was a compilation tape of, you know, D Martin, Neck, and Cole, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, like, you know, the classic tunes, and you kind of get used to that, and then it just drones on. And then you get in, if, if you're lucky enough to get in the retail business, wow <laughs> You know, it just drones on and on and on. But... Yeah, it starts out with the album The Chipmunks, annoying ass fucking Christmas song. And then it goes into the Cheech and Chong. You know, Fata with the bone and knees. And then I'm talking about, like, uh, I think Chong's talking about seeing. He's like, Yeah, I used to play with that dude, man. And then uh, Cheech tells him about the story of Christmas. Like, they were in the projects and they had all these uh, noisy kids working for him, aka the elves. And they get shipped off to the North Pole. And, like, Chong's like, I used to play with that dude, man. I used to jam with him and <laughs> like oh I saw that I saw I saw the dude outside the store. He, was, he had his bell and it was like and like that funny Christmas shit and then it rounds out the fucking USA for not uh the feed the world. Bob Gildoff and Bono yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Feed the World. Let them know it's Christmas. <laughs> she loves that fucking truth loves that fucking tune she'll only play it obviously around christmas and it's the fucking most annoying one for me (laughs) like one of the most annoying ones because like i mean in hindsight when that came out it was like mid 80s so it was at like the height of protest pop as i call it like you know all these rock stars and pop stars and shit like oh let's make a difference in the world and let's feed the poor and you know africa and fucking whatever and it ended up, I think, did you ever, pun intended all the way, did you ever hear of a hearing aid?
1: That sounds familiar. Where all the
0: metal dudes got together. Yeah, like yeah, Like Ebay yeah. Malmsteen and fucking Vince Neil and fucking uh, dudes from, uh, I think, uh, uh, Wasp. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: and it was called a hearing aid, and that was all off on the tails of the whole Feed the World shit. But she has, she'll even go, like she went so far as to have the uh, extended version where they have um, clips of pop and rock stars in the middle of the song, like it'll drown out, and it's like a bridge version, and people are like, you know, this is so and so from this band, and you know, feed the world, and, and they have one. It, it's so, it's super cheesy considering the song, in my opinion, anymore. But they they got one from Bowie, and he's like, <laughs> like at the the last one, it's like, it's Christmas Eve, nineteen eighty three, eighty four. This is, this is David Bowie. It's Christmas Eve, 1983. Uh, there are X amount of millions of people in the world. And will, will you, you know, this Christmas, uh, think of those less fortunate and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, and then it goes, Feed the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and she cranks that shit. I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I remember last year I was sitting in the fucking dining room and she was playing this shit. I'm like, She's like, what, what, what? And I'm like, I hear this shit all the fucking time. And she even said it because she worked at Sears for like nine years. So she knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. It's so funny. Like, if you ever fucking have the chance to fucking have that for a month and a half. Yeah, don't do it. And I think all all the uh, like ill will that I kind of harbor to the holiday, like for the most part, um, stems from the fact you know, from working retail and working like you said, like when you when you're in the kitchen, you don't hear any of the shit like out on the floor. It's just you and the guys, right?
1: Oh uh, no, we we do uh, hear it on the floor. We're an open kitchen, so like, okay, so, like so, some of us drowned out, but like we haven't had like Christmas music on twenty four seven either. Like we'll like throw a little bit of Christmas music on, and then whatever you know. Well the. We'll
0: throw on yeah well the funny thing is they at least the whole idea for retail like even because even uh, in the line of like with my job we'll have the prep room which is basically closed off minus the door that you go in and out of but it'll be piped in through the fucking speakers on the wall. Okay. That we have, so yeah, yeah. so if we need to hear like a, a PA announcement, you know, like you know, take the call on six zero for whatever, it'll still be piped in, like, and it's, which I'm very grateful that my my manager, and my 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 other guy, oh Bob, you talk about Bob, um, I'll have my phone on and playing YouTube, and like Listen to music I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and trying yeah. to like cipher it out, but I, I honestly think like part of it is from working, but like certain jobs. Like even when I worked at the, even when I worked at the gas station on Seacorn Central, the B, the old BP, the Barney's, we we still if, if the it was ref, it was preferred that they listen to Christmas music if the. Uh, manager and, like, district manager and shit, like, walked in. Because if, if they walked in and, and didn't hear Christmas music playing, the store would get flagged.
1: Really? Huh.
0: And, and I guess, I, I don't know if that's a a thing with chains or stores. Like, if, if you're not playing this, then, you know, this, we're going to fucking ding you a point. But... Even when I worked at uh when I worked at fresh market they had Christmas it was all like classical style but like bad classical style like music classical style yeah yeah Christmas music 24/ 7 that was it there was no flipping back and forth but and I think like sort any animosity towards it just the re- repetitiveness and re- re- excuse me the repetition. And just be like, "Eh." so by the time like December 26 rolls around and you're back to like actual quote unquote music, it's fucking like a relief. Like, oh, I don't have to hear this for another 360 whatever days. And it used to be like pairing that with like shitty people who would come in the store because for a hot minute for me, it was like. It just seemed like when Christmas would roll, especially Christmas would roll around. People, especially after like Black Friday and shit, like, oh, let's let's give thanks for what you have, and then go out the next day and beat the shit out of each other and fucking yeah. try to get hot deals on a fucking flat screen.
1: I never really understood that.
0: but... No, that's.
1: I mean, I can understand there are people wanting a deal here and there, but I'll just stay home and I'll shop online. Well, if for I, me, if I wanted, to if I wanted a deal, I haven't really done like a lot of Christmas, Christmas shopping in a while.
0: Yeah. Well, and, like, there's that whole nature of. I guess like the the capitalism of it, like people fretting, literally sweating bullets about, oh my god, I got my this for this person, I got this for this, I got it's like whatever, and especially at the store, like people bitching about their orders, and yeah, like the I think I told you, um, the lady, it was a couple of years, a few years ago. She she had her fucking turkey on Thanksgiving, her order fucked up. And then she ordered a rib roast for Christmas and that got, uh, jacked up because she had the same last name as someone else. And their orders got switched. Oh God. And I brought it out when I was working counter and the lady, it was the wrong one. She looks at me straight and fucking dead in the eye. And the same thing happened at Thanksgiving. She looked at me and was like, you've ruined my Christmas. You ruined my holiday. I'm like, "Yeah, uh, no pressure, no pressure at all right there. Thanks. <laughs> uh, In the back of my head, I'm like, well, lady, if you, like, relied on me to have a good holiday, you were fucked to begin with, like, because that should be, like, a whole family thing. Like, I I was, I will say, like, I I am, especially around this time of year, I am pretty grateful. Like, you know, my family, like, you hear about, like, people having, like, the the Christmas norms, like, going over to so-and-so's house, you know, every year, going to over to this relative's house and then, you know, like for me, like, like I said, like Christmas and Thanksgiving kind of like bleed together as far as the attitude. Like, you know, you get certain these family members together and they're going to fucking bitch about this. And then they're going to, you get these people together and it's going to wallow about this and that, you know, it's going to be back and forth while you're there, but not really hopefully tied between the two. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I never really had that in mine because mine was more um especially when my grandma was alive my mom's mom we'd go to my uncle's her oldest brother we'd go to his place and you know it'd be kind of like her side of the family and you know we'd have you know the dinner the usual like ham and uh, sides and sweets that my grandmother would bake and my mom would bring some shit and, and the it was kind of funny. I remember the adult, her and her brothers and sister and my grandma, they'd be in the kitchen chit-chatting. My cousin, when he was younger, would just be, like, running around, and we'd you know, hang out and shit, and my dad and my brother would would just be on the couch in the living room because my, there was that not, like, family strife or – it was more dissonance than anything. And but I never had that, and there's a couple of times we went over my dad's brother's place, my uncle's place, and whatever. But there was I I I'm actually growing up. I kind of wished I would have had that, you know, that big family get together. You know, like because you have that whole image of it that you hear people talk about, like especially when you're a kid and you're like, "Wow, I wish my family would fucking like
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it'd yeah. be a
0: fucking feast and you know have the whole like fucking home alone vibe at the end when everyone's reconnoitered and shit. Like and everything's cool and everything's, you know, it's a wonderful life and blah blah blah. But like the older I got, I'm like, I'm actually pretty glad that that didn't happen. Cuz anytime that we try to have like a big family thing it only happened like a couple times but when i got older like and we got more estranged like from the cousins and you know this relative kicks off and then um you know we we don't talk to each other and then you have that one cousin who's like hey let's uh let's get everyone together you know it's only been fucking 10 15 years let's let's act <laughs> let's, let's act like we've been talking off and on for the last X amount of time and then you know, see where it goes. I'm like, nah, fuck off. <laughs> and, uh, yeah.
1: I feel you. Like, I've had plenty of large family get-togethers, and, like, you know, by the time I reach about, like, 10 or 12 years old of going through that, like, every year, it's like, you know, I'm okay with going to these.
0: Well, it was cool for me, like, because me and my brother, uh, we'd have – my brother Cody we would uh we would ha- we had our like little tradition Christmas Eve like we'd get home from our uncle's place and we'd stay up and usually we'd stay up like when we uh, finally had a video game console we would stay up playing video games and act like you know oh you hear Santa hear the reindeer oh you know like act yeah, like yeah. you know just be kids and shit and Run down at three, four in the morning, literally like four thirty in the morning, like ah, ah, you know the tree be lit up and you get fucking presents and shit. So I, I don't know, like I guess if anything, like, and I I feel like a lot of people miss. I, I wouldn't say like i uh, you know, when Christmas comes around, I, you know, I wish I wish that was still happening. I, I yearn for that. Like yeah, it was cool when it happened, you know. What has been great though uh, lately, at least last couple of years, as far as the whole Christmas thing is, or has been, you know, people people really haven't been dicks like that. That woman was that I told you about. Um, I did have. Uh, do you have an? When you guys, because you've worked in how many restaurants of this point, like, especially around? At least
1: five. <laughs> have,
0: have, you've worked or worked in them around the holiday as well. Yeah. Yeah. You got any like giant orders like not necessarily like, like I, uh, I'm trying to decipher this because, I mean this is great because I mean you got your area of work and I've got mine, like I'm, you guys have like big tables or.
1: Oh yeah, like uh, this time of year we get uh, what we call uh, restaurant uh, event orders or whatever we call them REOs. Yeah. And. Like, this week, anyway, we've had, like, a party, like, every single week, like, you know, getting together. Uh, it hasn't been, like, Christmas parties, but it's been, like, you know, like, some businesses getting together around this time of year. But then we've also had, like, customers that'll have uh, their own, like, little parties or whatever that they don't, like, you know, sign up for our event order. And they'll just come in and bring, like, uh, you know, like, some, like, uh, like gifts or whatever, and they'll set up their what's, table, uh? Then, what's
0: the biggest one you've got yet?
1: Um, like, in...
0: in since you've been working your job in the line at the kitchen, regardless of where it is, like what's can you can you remember what the biggest one yet, as far as the holiday? Uh,
1: biggest one this year. Like we've had a. Couple I mean, just
0: of- uh, like not this year, but like in general, like the one that like the granddaddy of them all, like as far as like your fucking in in house table order.
1: Um, as Was far it- as big ones, I'd have to say like last year. Uh, for like New Year's, like we had like decent size, like it was at least 500, 600 people coming through the hotel or whatever for like uh, New Year's Eve shenanigans. As far as like uh, Christmas, it wasn't as busy. Well,
0: for uh, uh, one table or one like one like one one particular order.
1: Uh, one particular order. Is there anyone that stands out? Like I've done like a lot of like thirty tops and stuff, but like nothing like you know like much crazier over that like they like for like big parties like that you have to like reserve and like reservations cap out at about like like 40 or so and uh we have like ways of like digesting that so that like orders get out of timely matter but like as far as like biggest ones i did like all at once and stuff would probably be like when i was still working at nagoya like we uh when I was working the line over there, like we did some pretty big parties.
0: Like 40, 50 size?
1: Yeah, yeah, cause like they'd each get like a hibachi table. Like if we did the private dining, that would e- easily be like, you know, 10, 12 people at a table and that uh, had four tables. So you could, d- you could do up to like 48 people up there.
0: Wow. I remember one cat, uh it's like four or five years ago when I was working at Fresh Market. This dude fucking, his, his holiday ordered just from the meat department was three whole prime beef tenderloins Dang. that were running. It's twenty nine ninety nine a pound. We didn't fucking uh, we didn't cut any breaks because of the bulk order, but we had, had to charge them. And each one was about six and a half pounds, and we did the math like roop, that was roughly bare minimum like five hundred bucks. I was going to say, that's
1: just like
0: on, at least 180 a loin. Yeah, just Very on minimal. beef. <laughs> like 540s, almost 600 because they're a little bit heavy. And had them cut and trimmed and uh, pieced down and whatnot. He didn't He, he, he want them kept whole and didn't want them cut or anything.
1: They're probably roasting them, I bet. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And we. I remember I gave them to the guy, gave them to the guy and I looked beyond him. And he's got a whole shopping cart. He's got three cases of wine on the bottom sill of the shopping cart. And the rest is full of sides and produce. Like, that yeah, motherfucker yeah. had a, been rocking at least a fucking two to three grand order. Because you imagine, like, the case of wine, like, and the way he he was acting. Like, he had some dough to throw around. You imagine like, a case of wine that's ten bottles, and we gave a 10 to 15%. Spe- Um, discount if you bought the case which there the case is 10 bottles so you think like say 20 bucks a bottle that's 200 bucks you have three of them that's 600 uh 600 bucks in beef and you got like fucking oysters and shrimp and the rest and his shit was stocked and that was not unusual Yeah, yeah like that was another thing like like working in this gig, like seeing what people will throw out as far as dough wise and 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 spend it like 'cause you know they got family coming in and they got loved ones and oh yeah. and i'm not I'm not like shitting on the dude like by all means I mean yeah dressed you got impress, yeah, you, you, got, gotta, you got the fucking dough for it <laughs> fucking by all means I mean hell I fucking last year I bought a two three pound well. One was for yeah, one was for Thanksgiving, the other was for Christmas, like two three pound uh filet roasts, and I got a wicked deal on them, you know, with the discount at work and shit, and that was the bomb. Like, oh yeah, that dude got three. It was prime, like the best kind of cut that you can get for choice. It was on top of things. I will say, if Christmas killed anything for me, it's fucking kielbasa, and I was never a big fan of kielbasa to begin with. Because when I worked at the other uh, shop that I worked at, House of, oh, excuse me, House of Shits, <laughs> made over a thousand pounds. The the one uh, actually I was there for two Christmases. Th- over like thousand pounds, like twelve hundred pounds, just a kobasa Because the neighborhood that I worked in was mainly a Polish neighborhood, and you know, God forbid, God forbid they don't get their fucking links. That (laughs) ruined just this. Like, I can't even smell that shit anymore without fucking gagging and like having that negative reaction for the senses. It was just bad. Like, and we had them in uh, like the luggers, like moving, like almost moving bins full of fucking kielbasa. Jesus. Like, I love garlic. Love garlic. It it put a tinge on it for a hot second, but, but like marjoram and the whole spice thing, nope, no, no. You can carry on with that shit. Fuck all that. Done with that.
1: After being subjected to kielbasa every, every fucking day, and not, not even make, not <laughs>
0: even like smelling the scent of it being made, but like they were cooking it every fucking day yeah. for samples. And You get those fat fucks like, oh no, 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 I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna get ten, twelve pounds. Oh, you know, just shove it in their fucking face I'm like, ah, oh, you're killing everything. Well, I guess it wasn't necessary. But anyway, fucking, we're rambling on about this whole Christmas shit. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, um, tomorrow is the uh, showcase for the improv group that I, I mentioned last week that I've been a part of. Very excited about that. Hell yeah. Uh, kind of nervous though, cause, uh, haven't been in front of a crowd in quite a long time as far as like performing. And so we're going to see how that plays out. <clears throat> um, for those of you who are interested in going to the next one, it will be, I think in February or March of 2019. Uh, they do it every, it's not quarterly, but, um,
1: Almost
0: bimonthly. Not even bimonthly, but every group has, like, my group had we did eight, like, tonight was the last night of our stint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the learning and, you know, the introduction and shit like that. It was eight weeks long, so, and the level two that uh, me and basically everyone else in the group is signed up for begins at the end of January. So I imagine eight weeks so late March, April. So we'll we'll keep you posted on that. I know that's way into the future and but other than that, uh I think Nate, uh you're wiggling over there. It looks like you need fucking hit the head.
1: Um no, my bladder is uh relatively uh, constitutional.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> well, uh we're gonna take a short break and get back to you on our main topic of the evening and what's uh what who is that they uh show me for the for for this week's ad
1: oh uh, it is my good buddy uh marshall henley uh he, under the pseudonym uh moorhall the grotesque
0: Morehall the grotesque
1: ah uh, yes it's uh, a little solo project he's been working on and i've uh, helped him out with a couple tracks here and there on this uh solo album he's been uh, working on to put out But he's got a couple tracks that he wanted to share with us, and uh, this next one coming up that we have for you is called Living God.
0: All right, let's have it.
1: All right, I do hope you all enjoy.
0: Take a quick piss. We'll be right back. So, Nate, did you know that Toledo apparently has the ISIS now?
1: Ah, that is uh, what I've been hearing lately.
0: It's only been in the last uh, few days. Uh, actually, this week in general. Um, there were separate incidents. One where uh, this guy, Damon Joseph, was planning, he was radicalized by ISIS, apparently, online, and was planning on shooting up, one of the synagogues, or playing yeah, on, yeah, I think yeah. two synagogues. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his main motives is because he wanted to kill a Rabbi. That's, yeah. I believe, that was one of the quotes in the documented article, news articles. The other one, especially downtown-wise or downtown bleeding into uptown, that's really been taking notice is the case of Elizabeth Lecron. Is that how you say it?
1: Oh, my, I couldn't tell you. It doesn't it was, fucking matter. Yeah,
0: you know. Uh, psycho crazy bitch. <laughs> she apparently bought some gunpowder and nails in order to make, uh, quote-unquote, hiding explosives to set loose in a, and this is by the article, news articles, uh, upscale to a little bar. Now, it's only been the last, like, couple of days as far as hearsay, but what bar she was talking about going after. Well, in her case, it was it was a bar, like, right down the street from where we're at right now, yeah, which is fucking nutty as hell. And there was, there was a lot of shit on, you know, I, I saw some things on, like, Facebook and the Twitters and whatnot, you know, because when I saw this Broad's picture – this uh, Elizabeth LeCron, it was like everyone had the same reaction. Like I've seen this, I've seen this chick.
1: Yeah,
0: I've seen her around. I've probably said five to seven words to her. They said hi in passing, you know, like oh hey, you know, blah blah blah. And they had this whole thing like she was her. I guess her whole uh, lane was. They 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 haven't uh, disclosed any motive for it like oh you know they fired me or she was gonna go postal or you know it wasn't anything religious it wasn't anything
1: nothing really here or there just yeah. like more like something like extreme
0: well it was, it, she yeah. was she was fucking out of her gourd and wanted some action
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's what it and not the mean like Yeah, if it were to happen, like, and people were to fucking get fucked up because of it, like, I'm not, but, you know, baseline, like, it it literally just seemed like she had some hate in her heart, and she wanted to go after it. Yeah. Because, according to some of the articles I read, and I looked up, I looked up, uh, it was on CBS News, it was on the Wall Street Journal, it was on fucking, I think, the Washington Post. I think uh, a Huffington Post, which is the link that I got sent, um, that she... What was it? Uh, where is it? It's in my notes. Oh, right here. She wanted to go after a local upscale bar. She wanted to go after a pipeline that was being either built yeah, or yeah. functioned. I think that was like at an a, actual... At a farm. She, yeah. wanted to, she, she wanted to go all fucking all fucking ecocide and fucking release. Uh, it didn't say, like, she wanted to bomb the farm, but it just said... You
1: know, damage the crops. Yeah. And, like, poison, like, you know, whatever. Well, the and,
0: it, it was, it's that... What was kind of f- funny to me, like, the extreme of it. Yeah, Not necessarily yeah. her action, but, like, she wanted to go after a local bar, a pipeline, and a farm. Like... But there was... they uh, In all the articles... There's two articles that specified that she had those intentions, none of which uh, disclosed why or how literally how she was going to go after him. And the thing that got me and still gets me is that um, each article disclosed that she was um, buying gunpowder, nails, and then, after uh, a couple days ago, her boyfriend was arrested on conspiracy of it. And apparently, lying to the police in connection with this whole thing with her, where they and they raided their fucking place and found, uh, I think it was uh, one or two AK. Uh, actually,
1: yeah. No, let me had pull. Like some keep
0: keep talking, fucking. I'll uh, I'm gonna pull this up right now because this shit's fucking. Nutty.
1: Like what I heard, like she had like some like, uh, basically she was like into like, uh, like things like the Combine. Uh,
0: she was, uh, that. Like, no, she, uh, apparently her fucking, uh, Twitter and Instagram was all about Bernie Sanders and her, no, her Facebook was all about Bernie Sanders, which, you know, feel the burn. Yeah. But her, <laughs> her Twitter and Instagram was all about, glorifying mass murderers, like Dylan Roof, the dude who fucking went into the, I think Georgia church yeah. a year or two ago and fucking shot everyone up. Like she was all about him. I I've got, if you want, I'll fucking read the articles that I got fucking penned up. Cause they're basically, all right, let's, let's see what we got. Uh, CBS, CBS has, all right. <clears throat> CBS news. December tenth, uh, I think it's uh, it doesn't have the time posted, but I'll just give a brief overview. FBI, uh, FBI got in fucking involved. FBI, oh, yeah. FBI announced Monday they made arrests in two separate terror plots near Toledo, Ohio. Both suspects have been talking about and planning an attacks for months. According to the FBI, Elizabeth Lecron was obsessed with the idea of carrying out mass murder. She was arrested Saturday after she purchased, after she purchased black powder and screws for making a bomb. She told an undercover agent she wanted to target a pseudo bar and also discuss bombing a pipeline or attacking a farm. Okay, first of all, like, who the fuck they got on the inside for this kind of shit? She told an undercover agent. Yeah. Like, was this like? On the job or off the job or before or after she got arrested,
1: a bar or the bar that she was planning on, you know.
0: Uh, "Quote," she stated, "she had been involved in a plan to commit quote upscale mass murder," as she called it. Said Jeff Fortunato, an FBI special agent in charge. Oh, excuse me, an FBI assistant special agent in charge. Um, According to court documents. Lacroix was active on social media. On Tumblr, she posted photographs quote photographs and comments glorifying glorifying mass murders like the Columbine shooters and Dylan Roof, Roof, a white supremacist, shot and killed nine African Americans in Charleston, South Carolina, church, two thousand fifteen. Uh, in the weeks leading up to her arrest, Lacroix wrote to Roof in prison. According to court papers, he wrote back asking her to, quote, mail him several books about civil uprisings and the Nazis. Wow. In the second Toledo case, (laughs) the FBI said 21-year-old Damon Joseph, who investigators believed was radicalized by ISIS online, which... If Doug Stanhope ever hears this, he fucking had a whole fucking bit about it. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> fuck off, ISIS. I'm. I got this corner. Uh, he planned to target two Toledo area synagogues. Court papers allege he praised the October attack on a synagogue in Pittsburgh, telling an F- undercover FBI agent, "Quote: My opinion is the Jews are evil, and they are, and they get what's coming coming to them." Once again. the— Noted two FB undercover agents. Like, who the yeah. fuck are they talking? Like, what like, kind of, like, sting operation are they? Uh, not like yeah, all, whatever all it is, Gems I'm just glad shit.
1: Toledo has their shit together when that...
0: Apparently, happens. they can't get the roads together, agree. but apparently they'll <laughs> fucking throw out a sting operation to fucking defeat terrorism. But I guess if if, if that's what the money's going to, like, fuck the potholes, like, Gosh, as shit. long as people don't get offed.
1: Yeah. Like, Seriously. <laughs> I, I can deal with some bad roads Yeah, it means, right. I don't have to deal with being bombed.
0: Still, though, I mean, whatever. Uh, quote, days ago, and this is still according to the CBS News article. Quote, days ago, he, Damon Joseph, provided an ungu- undercover employee a draft plan which outlined general operation, operational and logistical considerations for an attack. What?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, okay. in both cases, it was the words and the actions of the suspects that caught the attention of the investigators. Because the FBI was tracking these cases for months, investigators said the public was not in danger. Okay, so fucking, just based off of that, and that's CBS, and that's one of the four I have. So they've got moles, they've got people working this kind of shit and literally like it just seems to me like they got people just waiting for some, some shit to pop off. Yeah. Like like how much money, how much fucking whatever have they invested to not even to make sure this stuff happened, but like not to go all Alex Jones and shit, but like they are
1: it's like they knew there were, someone's gonna happen. Yeah, they're
0: looking. They're looking at this area. They're they're tracking certain people, certain activities. Um, looking at like who they're talking to, who they're conversing with online. If if they have an interest in that person, it's fucking weird. Um, Wall Street Journal didn't pop up because, oh, yeah. I read all my uh, free articles for the Wall Street Journal, so <laughs> can't pop that one up. Sorry. Yep.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Wall Street. You're not a reference on the show.
0: <laughs> you're lost. All right. So here's uh, here's the Huffington Post link that I got sent to. Sent, excuse me. So I'll, I'll pipe this off. It's It goes a little bit more in depth, but it's not even more in depth, but it's just more detailed. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> two Toledo, Toledo, Toledo. Two Toledo, two Toledo area residents have been arrested for allegedly po- plotting separate terror attacks. Officials from the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office of Northern Ohio were announced at a press conference Monday morning. So, according to this, there was there was a. Literally a fucking joint operation. Okay. Elizabeth Lacron, twenty three, was arrested Monday morning and is accused of accused of plotting an attack at a Toledo Bar, officials said. She was arrested on charges on charges of transporting of explosives for the purposes of harming others and property. Quote This defendant bought black powder and hundreds of sh- Quote, this defendant bought black powder and hundreds of screws that she expected would be used to make a bomb. Justin E. Herdman, U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Ohio, said in a statement, quote, Through her words and actions, she demonstrated that she was committed to seeing death and destruction in order to advance hate. Authorities allege LeCron, a resident of Toledo, expressed admiration for mass murderers, even calling the two teenagers who killed thirteen people at Columbine high School in nineteen ninety nine quote got like all right Damn. so <laughs> so she and that was shit was posted online yeah, so here's the other thing too like apparently they're tracking, for instance, in this case this chick they're tracking her online like what fed up to that like what hints did they get? leading up to, to make sure that she was a fucking nut job and one that was actually like wanting to carry out this shit. Like this is, yeah, I'll fuck it, Fuck it. I'll go Alex Jones. I don't give a shit. Fucking this is some NSA kind of shit. Like they knew about this in one former faction. And then she ends up being, and I'm not fucking glorifying or condoning what yeah. she was like. She was, Pl- apparently planning to kill some motherfuckers they knew about this
1: yeah like what I'm concerned like how, how, how do
0: they find the information that fucking found first of all that she was going to buy this because they didn't ar- uh, according to all of the articles I've read they didn't arrest her until after she bought the the black gun the, it was gunpowder first of all then it turned to black powder and then it was just hundreds of screws
1: yeah only other possibility I could think of is, like, she got blacklisted for buying that or for saying something online that she shouldn't have.
0: Yeah, or the shit ended up, ended her like, fucking whatever she said or fucking bought ended her ass on the list.
1: Yeah. And once you're on that list, then obviously you're being investigated. But, so, you know, uh, well, I don't uh, know how that works, honestly. I, like, you know, as far as, like, privacy goes, like, I don't try to, like, buy things that are, like, you know, conspicuous other than, like, you know, Paraphernalia
0: and whatnot. Well, and the other thing. The point. <laughs> oh, yeah, and this shit makes it like seem all, all Johnny on the spot, but they don't disclose none of these articles and nothing I've read in like um, ABC, Action thirteen News here in Toledo, fucking Channel whatever eleven I think, none of them have disclosed where they bought them from. That's the other thing that fucking, I'm not saying it's a cover-up or it's a whatever, but, like, they don't disclose where they get the, the supplies from. Yeah, yeah. Which you would think, like, if you wanted to help stem the shit from happening in this area, like, why would you not? But at the same time, it's like, it's probably a, a major retailer, if not a just like a local retailer, like, yep, like the this stuff is usually bought for household purposes, kind of shit, you know, like yeah,
1: yeah, like if if know, they
0: fucking disclose that, then that fucking business is going out of at a business. I
1: mean, look at the Unibomber, and stuff like that, like you know, yeah. that, that was all like you know, house, you know, like stuff that you could get for your household. It was all
0: thing. like fucking app- like appliance type parts and shit. Yeah, which is one of the gr- things they to get. T- t- Kaczynski Kaczynski got away with for so long is because he bought it all under the line
1: yep I mean, you can't really like knock a person for buying things that are totally legal whether or not they use it for things that are totally legal is another matter yeah. entirely but you know
0: if I buy a fucking set of steak knives and I stab you in the eye with one you know no one's gonna blame the fucking steak knife guy for fucking selling me the shit yep
1: which is an uh, argument a lot of gun lobbyists have but
0: that's uh, well that's <laughs> No, man, it's all mental illness, yeah. <laughs> What
1: are you going to do by that? <laughs> yeah. Fucking
0: liberal fairy. No, carrying on with the uh, Huffington Post article. Um, quote, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to post pictures. She, Elizabeth Mac- LeCron, allegedly wrote on social media ahead of a visit to a memorial for the Columbine shooting in Colorado this past summer. Authorities say Lacron also exchanged letters with Dylan Roof, the white supremacist, who massacred nine black worshippers at a Charleston, South Carolina church in twenty fifteen. Roof is in an Indiana prison waiting execution. Thank God for that. According to US Attorney's office press release, Lacron also quote attempted to send Roof Nazi literature. Uh, She also had a Tumblr account called Charleston Church Miracle on which she posted photos and comments about mass shootings. The FBI agents raided LeCron's home. Here we go. Here here comes the juicy shit. And found an AK-47, a shotgun, handguns, and materials that could be made to use and construct pipe bombs. Agents also found her journal in which she allegedly wrote about committing, quote, upscale mass murder. She had goals, huh?
1: Yeah, shouldn't we all?
0: Yeah. LaCron studied the entrance and exits of the bar she planned to attack, authorities said. She also allegedly expressed interest in committing other attacks. Here's what I was talking about earlier. Authorities said she considered targeting, targeting a pipeline in Georgia, freeing animals from a farm, and attacking her own workplace in Toledo, which she claimed was leaking pollutants into a river. She is scheduled to appear... In federal court on Monday, which was uh, a few days ago, Monday. Wow. So,
1: sounds like she had a lot of issues there.
0: <laughs> well, and then they fucking show the pictures, and you've seen the you seen the pictures of her, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's a fuck like like we were saying earlier. Like I've seen this. I know I've seen this chick at least a dozen times.
1: Oh yeah, I know. I know. I've seen her. Yeah.
0: At, especially like at the bar, in question, which was brought up like on facebook and the twitter like in the area like oh and like everyone knew what it was but no one wanted to say it then like i think yesterday the day before it came out and said what bar was and they interviewed um the manager whose name will not be disclosed and they were they were talking about it like oh we still understand like how this person who's come here so many times and blah blah blah, and like she and if you if you were to go to that bar and you know, you know what bar I'm talking
1: about oh yeah yeah we we are both regulars I do believe <clears throat>
0: if you, if you if you were to go there hypothetically speaking and try to do what she did, there are certain areas of that place that i hate to say would would have worked, oh yeah. Like, no, like, fucking, I,
1: like you wouldn't expect it to happen. The that bathroom place.
0: through the kitchen and shit. Yeah, this shit would have worked. Well, and oh shit! Oh goddamn! I got hiccups now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all riled up about this shit. I'm like, oh my god! And I'm fucking, ugh. I'm, I'm skipping breaths now. All right, where were we? All right, so the. December 12th, so two, three days. A couple days after all this shit went down. And I had to deal with the goddamn hiccups. (laughs) Told you to punch me in the back of the fucking neck. I tried. (laughs) So they have a, they found a connection to the Liz, uh, Elizabeth Lacroix. They found her boyfriend, excuse me. And headline on Fox Eight is Toledo man charged in connection to terror plot. So here we go. Toledo man will appear in federal federal court on Wednesday for his involvement in said plot. <clears throat> Vincent S. Armstrong, 23, is charged with one count of providing false statements to a law enforcement officer. He's been in custody since Monday. So. That's all he's getting nabbed with so yep. far. I I double-checked or refreshed my feed. There hasn't been anything since about okay. this dude or about really this case. Like, I've been checking, like, daily since fucking Tuesday, at least. So, according to the Fox 8 article, <sighs> here we go. It gets juicy now. Elizabeth LeCron, 23 years old, accused of buying black powder and screws to make a bomb. Justice Department says she wanted to commit an upscale mass murder at a Toledo bar and attack a livestock farm. The authorities searched her house, AKs, blah, blah, blah. Investigators said Armstrong, Armstrong, her boyfriend, the man in question now, denied buying items to make a bomb and discussing plans of an attack with LeCron, but his journal entries told a different story. Quote, from his journal entries, according to this article. Now I have these thoughts, these memories, they haunt me. I have a vision, a vision to kill, to hunt the unwilling, Armstrong wrote. Armstrong and LeCron also visited Columbine High School inside the deadly 99 attack. (laughs) Excuse me. Justice Department, Justice Department officials said she also wrote letters to Dylan. Blah blah blah. So they have. There's something bugging me about this, and I I, I talked about this a few a couple minutes ago. Like I don't have a problem with these with the authorities saying that these these people were goes in with the fucking
1: hiccups
0: (laughs) I don't have a problem with these people with the authorities saying that they were planning out this attack but to not disclose where they it's a non-disclosure agreement that they have with the information that they get after finding all the shit out that bugs me and it's not just this case in particular but in general like Local also over, like, you know, so and so was planning on carrying out said attack with said equipment, but they won't talk about where they got the equipment from, obviously, because that'd be a detriment to business. Um, they won't even mention that they raided this, their house, which, I don't know, it's just. You see where I'm going? Like... I'm, I'm fucking all fucking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed about this shit, but I... I Just... It's just weird.
1: There's not enough details there that
0: would, you know... Well, and the fact that they mentioned multiple times, like, an undercover agent. Like, they had... They've got motherfuckers out and about looking at this shit. Which I'm fine with, like you know, do, do your duty and make sure none of this shit actually goes through with it. But, And I, I was talking to you during the break, like, when stuff like this happens, people tend to, and for good reason, worry about the copycats. Oh, yeah. They worry about like, what's, what's going to come after.
1: Yeah, like, one could say that, like, this is a copycat, almost, like, not even like it's a copycat of like a certain incident. It's just like, hey, like they found inspiration in previous doings and then they want to do it because of that.
0: Well, and like I was telling you earlier, like I'm not, th- th- this is like that case, one of those cases, but in reverse. Yeah, yeah. To where you're not worried about the copycats or, or in this case, um, They got it wrong. Like, they... They didn't carry out the attack. What what makes you worry about a case like this is that... Maybe someone's gonna fucking think about this shit. Or look at it or have something else planned. Like, maybe they were connected to someone else.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And... Possibly... Carried out... To the ends that... The initial attack... Attack wanted to have happen. And... and like I said, it's, it, you're not worried about the copycats. You're worried about the getter rights. Yep. Like, oh, like yeah. Like, what if some jack-off fucking... Is seeing this, or they're connected to this, and then... They want to fucking... Shore up the loose ends. That That's, in this case, like... Is, is what's fucking... Worrying. Mm-hmm. And...
1: Like almost the fact that this is being reported at all, so like is a yeah. possibility for it to happen, in general.
0: Yeah, like a blue, like a fucking blueprint. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I fucking hope it doesn't happen. I really don't want it to happen. And for all intents and purposes, like, like especially with, like we said, the, the fucking bar, bars, goddamn fucking hiccups. <laughs> the bar is in question, right down the street. So like we don't want, not just because it's like oh it's a bar we go to the, no like, it's, like it it's kind of like finally come home, in a way like you got these crazy motherfuckers out there. They want to do this shit. Like it, and I'm not saying like fear your neighbor or anything like, or look behind the fucking, the curtain, but.
1: Like, honestly, that's potentially part of the goal that they were going for is, like, make more people afraid. I mean, that's terrorism in general. Well, yeah, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, the, the, the I think the base definition of terrorism is to, and look this up, if you can, like, to upset the, the political or societal norm. To uh, upset or upend the political or societal norm. <laughs> the goddamn hiccups. Um, and it's not that they were—that's what they were at. What they are after, they were just after to fucking cause a havoc. So, I mean, like I said, I I hope it doesn't happen. I really, fucking like we here do not.
1: We do not contone the terrorisms. We are simply discussing it for the informational value yeah. that it provides.
0: As little as we can. After I get through these fucking hiccups. <laughs> but no, it's they haven't. Uh, I've been checking. I've been. I've been checking my newsfeed. Like they finally released. Uh, not released, but word on the grapevine basically said that what BART was and they were interviewing people there there was a a Twitter feed that I started looking at Toledo tweets that were were starting to look at where this was and they were talking to people there and shit like that and it's I don't know I just I don't know I've got anything to add to this because, like, there's like a thousand avenues I want to go down, but this will carry on and on and on. Fucking yeah. help me out, Nate. Okay, throw me a bone.
1: All I want to say about this is that you know, the people who are like wanting to you know, carry this out obviously don't have a lot going for them in some walks of life. They have a hatred about them. It's generally, like, the meaning for these things to happen is because, you know, they source hatred. Yeah. So, you know, you can't really, like, nip that in the bud. People, like, want to hate things for irrational reasons, and that's why it's such a... Rational their own mind. Yeah, yeah. You have to, like, you know, think about the people who are, like, rationalizing it. It's, like, it's not a rational thought by any means but it is rational to them so the way that you uh, take care of that is thinking like they do but at the same time like what does that entail that's you know a big old spectrum in and of itself
0: well since we're chit-chatting about the uh, topic at hand I did find this article from the Toledo Blade. Uh, Family of couple tied to planned Toledo terror plot shocked. So I'll just read this off and...
1: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
0: Give me your wish wash about it. Robert LeCron was still shaking his head Tuesday, 24 hours after his granddaughter was arrested and accused of plotting to blow-up a Toledo Bar. Standing outside his mommy home, Mr. Lecron was visibly troubled by the accusations and charges levied against Elizabeth B. Lecron twenty three. Investigators said she told an undercover agent what once again, like what the fuck? Like they got cats out fucking that I'd like
1: to get an interview with one of the undercover agents. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> I just want to know, like, was the whole it process? Was it Huggy
0: Bear from Starseen Hutch? Like, like wh- not, what do you I'm got? I'm not
1: against the process, but I want to know how it works.
0: Yeah. Every single one of these fucking articles mentioned undercover agents. They got motherfuckers out here scoping this shit, but they only wait until the fucking last possible second for some, possibly for some shit to pop off. Like, what the fuck, man? Anyway, sorry. Investigators said she told an under, undercover agent she planned to commit, quote, mass murder, upscale mass murder, and purchase bomb-making materials. She is charged, 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 charged with transporting explosive materials with intent to injure or damage property after she purchased uh, black powder and hundred, hundreds of screws. Fuck all she knows she could have been a carpenter, for fuck's sake. She done an implosion. Whatever. On Tuesday, meaning, what is the 12th?
1: Uh, before that. 11th. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Law enforcement sources said they planned to charge her boyfriend, Vincent Armstrong, in connection with the case. Mr. Armstrong was arrested Monday evening. Family man, Family members struggled to reconcile the horrific accusations against the couple with the children they watched grow up. Shocked, I was totally shocked, Mr. LeCron said of his granddaughter's arrest quote nothing like that has ever happened in our family brenda brown oh i- i read this uh yesterday this I'd say this is actually kind of funny <laughs> Brenda Brown lives a few doors down from the residence where Miss LaCron and Mr. Armstrong were living in the 3600 block of... and saw Miss LeCron's arrest transpire on Monday. Quote, I was sitting here with my coffee and looked out the window and I saw a swat in my driveway with a rifle, Miss Brown said. Quote, They were locked and loaded, baby. They converged quick. Authorities searched the property in August... and In August... Wait. Authorities searched the property in August.
1: Okay. So this has been going on a while.
0: So they had a fucking scope on these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. For a hot minute.
1: Yeah.
0: Getting, what, August? Four months? Yeah. So they had an eye. That's an investigation. Okay. So, okay. All right. So that. All right. Just for fucking uh, tidbits. When did she purchase these items? You know, the bit, fucking like, black HIA, powder in the
1: early August and
0: the screw, right? like, yeah. And they had a the fucking eye on this broad since August is December. She almost sets it off. What else, like, were they just siphoning? Like, oh, we're going to read her journals and we're going to see where she goes. And like, four months, four fucking, all right.
1: Like, I understand, like, due process and all that, and, like, you know, having to... Like, How gather... far were they going to go?
0: Yeah. And here's here's the other thing. Outside of the fucking... Here's, here's, here's my Alex Jones kicking in. Fucking outside of the actual uh, purchase being made, did they know that she was actually going to try to commit this along with her boyfriend?
1: They must
0: have. Did they have a hint? Yeah. Were they were there undercover agents at the bar? Like like who knows. Someone like, trying to cozy her, up and talk to her. Like what the fuck?
1: Like I want to know like what like the like the whole online activity or whatever cuz like obviously there's like things going on. Well,
0: like- that that's another thing like how were they able to search where what she bought and where she bought it as far as the supplies? Mhm.
1: Like, what like, I'm thinking is, like... Did the,
0: the, the purchase itself fucking set off a, a red flag and they fucking hone in on that? Or, like, at what point was this actual sting operation initiated?
1: Yeah, there's there's a multiple variety of, like, possibilities. But, like, you know, obviously she was talking about it beforehand. They might have, like, picked up on something that she was already saying or her boyfriend or whatever. And then, it, like the purchase of that solidified that you know.
0: Well, and the only kind way the, the only way that they would have known in August, according to the fucking the blade, according would have been online. Yeah. It's not like she came out on the public square. and was like I'm gonna fucking do this shit. Yeah. You know. This is all f- like this is some NSA kind of shit, dude. Yeah,
1: that that information doesn't come lightly. At the end of the day. Yeah,
0: no shit. Anyway, carrying on. Uh, authorities searched the property in August. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Found an AK-47 shotgun, multiple handguns, large quantity of ammunition, and end caps, a component for building pop bo- pipe bombs, according to the criminal complaint laying out the charge against Miss LeCron. Miss Brown said she never interacted with Miss LeCron, but noticed her quote, coming and going from the house for at least a year and assumed she was a college student. Said, she said the neighborhood is usually pretty quiet except for the occasional party and never noticed anything out of the ordinary coming from the home which Miss LeCron lived. Miss Brown mentioned she's thankful Miss LeCron was arrested before she could carry out any attacks. Quote, I was kind of nervous because if she's building a bomb, all of her houses could have gone boom, 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 Miss Brown said. You never know who's living next to you. That's pretty scary crap, and for good reason. I'm glad somebody squilled on her because I think she was a little sick in the head, especially if she's writing the, that Dylan Roof, who, he's on death row. And they go on uh, about you know her correspondence. Uh, Mrs. LeCron, her grandfather, said he saw his granddaughter a little more frequently when she was younger he said she enjoyed being around her grandmother when she was alive and called miss lecron a very nice girl hadn't seen his granddaughter in a year and a half uh mother divorced from her father so like it kind of paints kind of paints this whole like broken i don't know
1: a little bit of broken family syndrome
0: but uh, it, like, well
1: I, you know like what i don't know how much that has to do with like the situation at hand but
0: oh uh, and then they talk to um, her boyfriend's grandmother news was similarly shocking to mr armstrong's family his grandmother laura armstrong said he seemed to be nothing but a kind of soul a kind a kind soul quote it's just gut-wrenching very sad i have no clue where this came from she said we were we totally were not expecting this miss armstrong said she had seen her grandson a handful of times throughout a year the year but she has only briefly been around Mr. Crown on two occasions. She did not get to know her grandson's girlfriend. Family did not know how long the couple had been dating, but Mr. Armstrong seemed to be doing well at the last family gathering, a wedding where he dressed in a suit. Quote, Thank the Lord that no one was injured and they were caught. That's our saving grace. To know what's going on with Vince's life, we have no clue, and we're very sad. Family said he's a high school graduate, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, it, it, it kind of seems like this – it's a similar line. Like, you know, the family didn't know, the neighbors didn't know, no one knew. You know, like, it's the quiet ones, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it... Oh, yeah. It's glad it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. To say the very least. So, that's our uh, deciphered mumbo-jumbo on the occasion. Uh, once again, am fucking glad it didn't happen. That's just bringing you a, a little bit of what's been going on in our neck of the woods. So... Nate, you got anything else to add to this before we close up? Because this, I mean, like I kind of wish we were, like, taking phone calls and comments and shit, but this is. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad we'd be able to chit-chat about it, but the fact that it almost happened, like, it, you know, it uh, brings everything home. Oh, yeah. Really I really
1: Like, I'm glad, like you said, I'm glad this whole thing didn't transpire. I feel people are a little bit more scared now not knowing, like, all the details of the situation. And, like, it just kind of like, oh, hey, two incidents popped out of nowhere. It's like, yeah. they didn't really pop out of nowhere. They well, we
0: didn't be- talk really talk yeah. about Damon Joseph. Yeah. The guy who was planning on fucking shooting up the synagogue. Mm-hmm. He's, according to the articles I read, he's, he was going to do two uh, radicalized by Islam. And I think the charge that he got capped with was um supplying the enemy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So like uh, it <laughs> it's fucked up like I wanted to make some jokes out of it then I thought I thought joke of them, about but, like, it. Without, yeah, you know, like
1: it's like one of those too soon moments almost. Yeah. But you yeah. know it's like if you can't take anything in light though, like you can't really take anything at all. That's true. So,
0: so. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take another short break, round of this episode of the Moon Tower Podcast, episode 13, coming at you. A lot of heavy shit going around the glass city, so, uh, you know, stay tight, be good. We'll be right back, close this out. We love you, folks. All right, folks, uh, after a short break, I think we're going to round this out. We've we've talked about enough for this episode, I mean, it's got hot and heavy real quick and once again um we're glad the uh perpetrators are under arrest and facing whatever criminal trial they have i was just curious about the uh semantics of what they're arrested for and shit like that but oh yeah aren't we all yeah but other than that we're gonna leave you off on the positive note uh we finally have a Apple iTunes feed. yes, we do. Nate, can you tell us I mean is that so what the uh, folks can go on go on the iTunes and subscribe to the moontar podcast you put, you put it under the uh, podcast name right? Yep All yep right, cool
1: yeah yeah you can go ahead and uh, search it on iTunes or you can uh, go ahead uh, go on our uh, Facebook page and uh, I have a link. Post it up, and you can click on that and go ahead and subscribe to your heart's content.
0: Sweet. Keep so we got a, that button. Yeah. So we got Facebook, Moon Tower Podcast. Search it up. We got all our updated posts and whatnot. Same with the newly created iTunes feed, Moon Tower Podcast, uh, Twitter, European. We're all over the fucking place. Same with uh, SoundCloud. European is what you want to search. You want to. Get an update on on the new episodes and old episodes and somewhere in between. Uh, Instagram is moontower Twenty Eighteen. Give us a like. Give us some comments, questions, concerns. I don't give a fucks. Give us a thumbs up. Tell us we're shitty. Tell us we're great.
1: Put a thumb up, our ass. For all I care.
0: Actually, that'd be uh, that'd be tip top. Right. But <laughs> until then, folks. Uh. I think uh, you want to do a Christmas episode next week?
1: Yeah, I think that's topical. Make it much more jolly, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, get away
0: from the domestic terrorism part of it.
1: Well, that's to give these people something everybody can enjoy.
0: Yeah. Well, Till then, folks, thank you for listening in. Thank you for uh, spending some time with us. Once again, Moon Tower Podcast, Nate Fitch, your host, Ian Hubbard. Hell yeah. Over and out. BIRDS <makes noise>